Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. As we continue in the green phase per the governor's order, most of our staff continues to work from home to practice social distancing for the safety of our staff and clients. During this time, we are operating under the guidance of the insurance department. Our office remains available to service our current and new clients by phone, by calling 570-286-5855, email, and by appointment. Our after-hours emergency service is also ready to assist our clients with their needs. From the team at Purdy Insurance, stay safe, be well, be kind, and know that we remain dead dedicated to the highest levels of service to protect what matters most. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Starting a new week here on the show. Brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance. Go to their office on Market Street in Sunbury when we're able to. They'll also visit their office or visit their website rather at purdyinsurance.com for all of your latest insurance needs. And Steve will join us soon from the Sunbury Motors Studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Humble's Wharf. Plenty of football to get to today. Baseball as well. Man, it was it was just great to have sports back. I didn't get a chance to watch the Phillies game Friday night, but I did get to watch last night. And I think the, the whoever's in charge of doing the crowd noise did a pretty good job for the most part, especially on the 3-2 pitches. I think it maybe could have been a little bit louder so you can hear over the broadcast, but... I know that's a work in progress, but it's just, it's just good to watch sports again. I was just flipping all over the place last night watching the Phillies. Then I watched a little bit of the White Sox and the Cubs. But it is weird not to be seeing fans. And But one thing I do like, though, about these broadcasts, now I don't know if it's because it's spring training where typically the broadcasts are a little bit looser, but this is the loosest I've ever seen some of these broadcasters because you can just tell how happy they are to be back because really a lot of these, these guys haven't seen each other since the pandemic came out. So it was just fun to see last night. If you have any comment on what you heard, what you saw from last night and your first observations of seeing baseball over the weekend for the first time in months, we want to hear from you, 1-800-795-9565 couple NFL notes to get to before we get to our main topic of the day, which is the debacle of the NFL and NFLPA safety negotiations as training camps get underway starting today with the Chiefs and Texans rookies reporting. Jets and Giants have put out a joint statement saying no fans at MetLife until further notice because of the 500 or less executive order and in, uh, gatherings given by the Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey. And that applies to for Rutgers football, Steve. So with Penn State heading there in late November, maybe... No fans are going to be in Piscataway. 
Well, most of them would have been Penn State fans anyway. All right, so. Um... <laughs> True. <laughs> and A.B. says it yet again for the third time since last September he's done with the NFL. Huh, okay. By the way, Clyde Whipple wrote on our Facebook page, Clyde, we want to recognize you. About uh, this Toronto, have them play in Buffalo, or even better yet, here in Binghamton, because uh, the uh, Binghamton is supposed to be on the cut line, you know, for their team. We don't know where the Blue Jays are going to play. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, as uh, Matt mentioned. Uh, Matt Leon on the show today. And uh, looking forward to talking to him about what's going on down in Philadelphia, including Aaron Nola's fabulous start. How about that? Nola was great. And uh, also uh, our good friend John McClain today from the Houston Chronicle at 4.06. The NFL-NFLPA negotiations. Um, Tomorrow on the show, we'll have... Senator Pat Toomey, but also tomorrow, Phil Steele. Huh? The great Phil Steele on the show tomorrow. Actually, Senator Toomey's now Thursday, 4.06. Tomorrow at 4.06, Phil Steele. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Which works out perfectly. <clears throat> well, uh, Peter King... Uh, wrote something. Well, I think he always writes something thoughtful anyway. So, and he's a great writer, expresses himself well. And he did. Um, um, uh, he returned to his column, uh, Football Monday in America, today. He'd been on vacation. Other people had taken over. And. You know, Michael McCambridge, uh, Kim Pagula, uh, Joe Brown, who for years, you know, NFL publicity. Well, Peter was back today, and he went out to Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And the Vikings, by the way, because of the size of their facility and complex, are actually pretty well set up. To do this. Now this is all around, for example, the stars of the NFL were tweeting over the weekend. And they were pretty much staying together. Russell Wilson, I am concerned my wife is pregnant. Training camp is about to start. There's still no clear plan on player health and family safety. We want to play football, but we also want to protect our loved ones. Can't blame them there. But then he went on, and we're going to talk to John McClain about all this. But then he got to the part about the Redskins. <laughs> or, you know what? You know what I feel bad for? Seriously. I feel awful for somebody like Roger. who loves this team. He loves them. Loves the franchise. Huge fan. 
Then he's got this guy owning the team. You know, something that... If you're in a position of leadership, I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're running... My brother Kevin runs Jones Metal Products. I don't care if you're running Wise Markets, Geisinger, WKOK, Sunbury Broadcasting, or the Washington Redskins. There's a lot of items you have to have. You know, you have to have a vision, leadership, decision-making ability, but you also have to be inspiring. You have to inspire your employees. You may, you know, right, take James Franklin. James Franklin is is in a spot where he has to discipline people. He disciplines people, for example, players sitting out a Rose Bowl, okay? But even in disciplining people, he still inspires his team, inspires them. Daniel Snyder doesn't inspire anything. What does he inspire? So this is what Peter wrote this morning. And the first line says it all. Daniel Snyder has no business owning an NFL team. I think that screams volumes, don't you think? And then he puts down four reasons. Number one, he stinks at it. Second, and this goes to what I was talking about. And what I was talking about is he inspires nothing but enmity from his fans. Three, no one wants to work for him or with him. So it's a miracle he found a good man in Ron Rivera, but look, let's be honest about the Ron Rivera thing, okay? There are 7 billion people in the world. There are only 32 of these jobs. You don't get picky. Fourth, and perhaps most maddening to any principal person, he avoids accountability at every turn. Nothing is ever his fault. He never talks with the media. Never. He puts out statements. And you know, and you know Matt, my opinion on statements. My opinions on statements, and I say the same thing all the time, is blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's what statements are. Statements are blah, 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 blah. That's what they are. I'm talking about when it's something that is important. I don't mean I put out a statement, I won the Butkus Award. Okay? Talking about something that is... You know, that you've got to really address... For example, like a mess in your front office. Let's give credit where credit is due in two in two big stories we're going to talk about today. One is Liz Clark and Will Hobson 
deserve a tremendous amount of credit at the Washington Post for not good but great reporting on the 15 female employees and the two female media members. That's 17 people that allege sexual harassment. The other story is going to be with Hawkeye Nation, who used a Freedom of Information Act to find the memo that Iowa talked about some of the football issues in 2018. And that James Daniels sat down with the athletic director in 2019 to address the issues, and because he felt after a year nothing had been done, he put a tweet out. That's not good. When you feel you got to finally put it, he didn't want to go public. He kept it private. We'll talk about that in a minute. It is... I feel awful for the fans. The Washington, the Washington, I guess we'll call them the Washington R's. The Washington R's, because I think they're going to go with the Red Wolves. What do you think, Matt? I like it. Hail to the Red Wolves. I think they can make it work. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, I still got to find out what Roger wants. All right. See, if we call them the Washington R's, they can be the Washington Rogers. No. So, I feel awful for the fans because the Washington R's currently are to the NFL what the New York Knicks are to the NBA. High-profile, marquee flagship franchise, teetering on irrelevance because of ownership. Both are in their leagues. Both have their spots. Neither one is selling. And yet, each has taken a marquee flagship franchise in their respective leagues, and they've made them into the Memphis Grizzlies or the Jacksonville Jaguars. In the league, but in the big picture, irrelevant. That's what Daniel Snyder has done with this franchise. He's made them the New York Knicks. Now, Matt loves it because the Eagles are in the same division as the Washington Knickerbockers. That's what we we'll call them the Washington Knicks. <laughs> I've been laughing at him ever since for the last few years now. But I feel awful for the fan base. I feel awful for them. This franchise had so much going for it, really starting really when Vince Lombardi was hired and then George Allen came in. And then 
Finally, Joe Gibbs came in. Every time you turned around, they were in the thick of something. RFK Stadium, the the, the old dump. But you know how you have the old dump, but it's our dump? Okay? That place is a dump, yeah, but it's our dump. That place would shake. You look at, I mean, you, have you ever seen pictures, videos showing the stands moving up and down as the fans jump up and down in that place? They had great players, great teams, great coaches, well run, playing downtown. It's amazing. You notice how the Wizards and the Capitals moved back downtown, and the Nationals built their ballpark downtown, and the Red, and the Redskins moved out. In fact, the Redskins, where where that where FedEx Field is, is ex- the exact spot where the Caps and the Washington Bullets slash Wizards played in Landover. That's the exact spot. Now he wanted to move them back downtown, and that's where the money people stepped in. About the nickname, and Roger Goodell's been telling him for a long time to change it. But I feel awful. See, the fans are the ones I feel awful for. It's not as if the players they haven't brought in haven't tried. The coaches haven't tried. They've all tried. But what's been what's been the the single driving force behind the franchise that has forced them into occasionally occasional good, most times irrelevance? It's the owner. The James Dolan of the NFL. I feel awful for the fans. They've been loyal the entire time. This guy pushes your loyalty to the limit. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. The Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament will be August 5th. I know Matt's going to be playing. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. I will be there as well, and our show will be there as well. Uh, So, that'll be on August 5th. And... All brought to you by the people that give back to the community all the time. It's to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA with all of its great programs, important programs. And today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Marcus Street and Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com, Ford Kia, Lincoln, Hyundai, all the great brands, and incredible pre-owned inventory. Fabulous uh, account staff, fabulous service department, take care of the life of your investment, your baby. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. We were talking about the Iowa story. I know I'm going to get to Scott Allen, Washington Post, in just a moment. 
But Iowa's got more problems going on because Kirk Ferentz, look, so many people like Kirk Ferentz. So many people uh, respect Kirk, Kirk Ferentz. But the situation going on in Iowa right now, they've lost control of. They've lost control of it in part because they haven't been forthcoming with it. And when you look at what they've done or haven't done, basically they've said that, well, you know, it's... James Daniels makes his statement. They're like, okay, a few others come out, make some statements. Akram Wadley, okay. Well, let's give credit where credit is due to Hawkeye Nation, who put in a Freedom of Information Act request. And... And when they did, they found out that Daniels went to athletic director Gary Barta a year ago. A year ago. And said, hey, look, here are the issues. So this guy goes about his business. Okay? Quietly, privately, as a loyal Iowa football player. He didn't want this to come out. He wanted them to handle it internally. So it was a 2019 report from the task force that includes anonymous interviews with 24 current and former Iowa athletes. This is 2019. As well as coaches, athletic department, staff members, administrators, so, so on and so forth. A white, athlete, a white athlete told the task force, a white athlete, that black athletes at Iowa are tested for more drugs than whites. Many students told the task force that when black and white students commit similar disciplinary infractions, the black athletes feel punishments are not equal based on race. And both black and white athletes at Iowa told the task force that Iowa athletes are expected to fit a mold, which is defined using terms such as tough, hardworking Iowa and white. Yeah, that's what the athletes said. Black athletes said they could not express themselves freely, a theme cited throughout the social media. Now, this isn't the 2019 report, not now. I was told by my coach to change my hairstyle because it didn't fit the Iowa culture. I can't be free. So more going on there. There's a second investigation that Iowa commissioned that's coming out shortly. All right. So let's get back now to the Washington R's. And what happened in the evidently wild front office 
in which 17 women claimed sexual harassment. And with that, we bring in Scott Allen from the Washington Post. Scott, welcome, and thank you so much for your time. Welcome. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, for having me. All right, let's start with this. Since uh, this is a Washington story, we'll give you a Washington uh, question. What did Dan (laughs) Snyder know, and when did he know it? That's the uh, that's the question that uh, the NFL is going to hope to find out, and the outside investigators that the team has hired to to look into this mess uh, hope to find out over the next few months. I mean, from the 15 former employees who spoke to our reporters, I think all of them, virtually all of them, acknowledged that it was certainly plausible that Daniel Snyder didn't know that this was going on, but there was. One of them who said, you know, she sat 30 feet from former team president Bruce Allen, and it would be weird to think that he wouldn't know, given how, the, given the fact that she was crying at her desk all the time. So we'll see. Um, right now, there's nothing linking Dan Snyder directly to this in terms of allegations against him of inappropriate behavior, um, but he's ultimately responsible for the for the culture in that workplace. Okay. Uh, and- when you look at, you mentioned Bruce Allen, uh, as, yeah. as you said, there's another person so far has not been implicated with this. Right. She said that she sat 30 feet from, but he would have an office with a door, right? Right. I guess I was not on these interviews, but I'm guessing that yeah. she it was uh, she was at a desk or a cubicle that Bruce right. would, would walk by en route to his, his office. Right. Yeah. Did Snyder, uh, excuse me, did the, did the Washington team uh, reduce the HR staff? I thought I read that, that they did in the story. What I remember reading from the story is that they had, for most of the period when these allegations or these incidents allegedly took place, 2006 to 2019, they essentially had a, a full-time HR staff of, of one person. And I think that, if you're looking to, when, you, when you're asking, okay, well, how does this fall back on Daniel Snyder, having an HR department of one is is not a, uh, a great way to, you know, enforce a, a proper workplace or give these employees, men and women, outlets to to report inappropriate behavior. So that was that was actually yeah that was one of the more alarming things that I read. How a, I wonder how many NFL teams um, have HR HR departments that are that are that small. And the biggest name in this is Larry Michael, the play-by-play voice of the team, has been for the last sixteen seasons. I'll be, I'll be Scott. I'll be honest with you. I saw that on Wednesday that he was retiring, and I was surprised that he was retiring because I thought he still had a lot more to go. And, yeah. And as yesterday went, I never put two and two together. I never did. It never. It's like, until I read the story. Hmm. Well, if you were, if you follow the people that I follow, the uh, right, the no. Washington. No, no, no. I understand. The the Washington fan base was just going crazy even from Sunday when. Um, the other two guys, uh, Richard Mann and Alex Santos in the scouting department, when they were like over the weekend with no explanation given, it, it kind of raised some eyebrows. And and then, as you mentioned yesterday, with the Larry Michael thing, was it was completely out of the blue. I mean, you're a few weeks from training camp. Yeah. Um, he's, it, it, yeah, I, people who had, put two and two together from Sunday or, or Saturday, I guess, when the other two were fired. Um, 
wondered if, okay, if, is this the next domino? And then sure enough, yesterday he was, he was among those uh, accused in, in yesterday's story. Uh, I know it's uh, been less than 24 hours. What's the reaction been by the the, the fan base uh, that you know that are in touch with the paper, in touch with you? What's their yeah. reaction been? Um, it's it's kind of sad, but a lot of the reaction is that it's not they're not surprised um, <laughs> as much as you know you would hope they would be. Um, I guess I think. In some respect, it's due to the fact that it was only two years ago when the New York Times uh, dropped the bombshell about the uh, the cheerleaders that the team uh, made available to sweet holders down in in Costa Rica, and that led to the firing of one person and probably a statement from Daniel Snyder talking about you know being committed to changing the culture. And here we are, two years later, and all we've heard from from Daniel Snyder, who, as you know, doesn't. He's not out there. He's not talking to reporters much. He hardly addresses the fans. Um, again, a statement about how, okay, I'm committed to, to changing the culture. Well, you wonder if, if the league, um, pending the outcome of this investigation, is going to feel like he deserves the benefit of the doubt because this is um, two huge strikes against, uh, against the franchise. On the flow chart uh, of, uh, for Washington, the the highest ranking person on the flow chart that actually does talk to the media is Ron Rivera. Yeah. How much pressure does this put on him? Because he's new to all this. He wasn't around when any of this happened. I mean, now it does yeah. separate him. Okay. It does separate him from that debate comment, but how much pressure does that put on him to represent the team? Oh, a ton. It's been, You'd be hard-pressed to find a, a coach who's had a more difficult first six months with a new team than what he's endured. The, and he hasn't coached. The, and he hasn't coached the game. I know <laughs> it's crazy. You're you're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, you're he becomes the de facto team spokesman for um, the the team name. You know, given his thoughts on the team name, Snyder hasn't said anything about that outside of it outside of a statement and on top of that you you're two weeks away from uh training camp and and getting to know this roster that you're trying to put together through and and meet guys through zoom meetings it's crazy i mean he has done a remarkable job i think um to his credit and daniel snyder repeatedly points to how he's going to be part of this culture change um i mean whether or not snyder is there i think fans the one thing they can hold on to is so far Rivera looks like he looks the part. He looks like a good guy to lead this team into the future, whatever they're called, whatever they're called. Uh, so where do the Redskins, well, you know, obviously we're, we'll fall back into this until right. they actually have a nickname. Where do they, uh, there was no doubt in my mind in the 70s, 80s, and the 90s that they were the... I mean, there is no doubt they, they own that city. Yeah. Well, between the Caps, the Nationals, which have each won titles, the Wizards... Now, the Wizards actually won back in 79 when they were the Bullets, but... Right. I mean, where, do, where, does, where does football now fall with, with the fans of Washington after literally having a hammerlock on that city sports-wise for decades? Yeah, this is a fun debate we have all the time in the newsroom uh, with, with fans. We, we write stories about it. I, I think there's there's definitely uh, an age divide 
Um, I think with with fans under 30 who were practically in diapers when they won the Super Bowl in January of 92, um, it's Nats and Caps in some combination an easy one-two because they've had, you know, sustained success for and really for both teams not a lot of playoff success for either until recently right. but i mean those two championships they they do a lot to <laughs> to get people on the bandwagon to keep people interested and fans under 30 they, they don't know they don't know what it's like to see washington win two games in right. in one playoff year uh when they do make the playoffs so i think the wizards are still because they haven't really done anything either. Right. I, th- I think I'd put the Washington football team above the Wizards, including everybody. It's hard to tell when when Washington, when the Redskins had a, you know, that surprising run in 2015 with Kirk Cousins to yeah. win win the NFC at nine and seven. Yeah, people seem to be all on board. Certainly, RG 3s rookie year, everyone was all on board. Yes. But the last few years, yeah, Nats and Caps surging and. It's kind of unimaginable, but yeah, the football team is not top billing anymore here. Uh, other than the NFL telling him he has to, is there any way on the planet, in your opinion, that Dan Snyder sells, sells this team? I I don't see it. I guess the other, if if Goodell doesn't decide to take action and you know say this is detrimental to the welfare of the league and put it to a vote of the owners. I think the only other thing that could do it is if you have the corporate sponsors um, put financial pressure on him, kind of like they did immediately preceding his announcement about right. making a name change. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess I, I don't see that happening. Um, but we'll, we'll see where this investigation goes. And that's going to be critical because, I mean, Goodell would be in the position Adam Silver was with Donald Sterling, although albeit different circumstances, but each bad circumstances. Yeah, certainly. And even in the NFL with with Jerry Richardson in 2017, um, with the SI report, the the major difference there, again, is that you had former Panthers employees accusing him directly of this behavior, and that was not the case with, with Snyder. By the way, do you have a favorite in the clubhouse for the nickname? <laughs> I've waffled on this a little bit. Um, initially, I really liked Red Tails, okay. which is would honor the Tuskegee Airmen yes. uh, nickname. Um, but I'm, I've kind of come around on Red Wolves, ah. which I initially I didn't like it because I thought it was a made-up species. But uh, it's not. I've, I've since talked to a scientist who tells me it's one of the most <laughs> endangered wolf species on, on the planet. Um, and he actually thinks that if they, if the team adopts the Red Wolves name, that it might even help save that species in the wild, which is which is pretty cool. Wow, I think they might have to pay Arkansas State. Yes, a that, that's that's one of the hurdles for yeah. for Red Wolves. Yeah. But I think Snyder could work something out if he's still there. <laughs> yeah, if he's still there, he's got so much yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Absolutely. Here's some cash. We got it. Hey. Thanks so much. Really appreciate your time. Aren't these aren't the easiest questions to delve into? And it was great talking with you. Hey, thanks for having me. Anytime. Scott Allen, Washington Post. John McClain, Houston Chronicle. Next half hour. Great to have you with us today on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Trade in and trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia.
now until the end of the month, Sunbury Motors Kia will give you more. That's right, more than your car is worth. Take advantage of Kia's first ever trade-in assist bonus cash. Get an extra $1,500 on 3rd Row 2020 Serenos. There's 22 available with savings up to $7,025. SMC has an extra $1,000 on the versatile 2020 Sportages. There's 27 available with savings up to $4,655. Plus an extra $1,000 on the stylish 2020 Kia Souls with 17 available and savings up to $44.24. The demand for quality pre-owned vehicles is at an all-time high. So stop in Sunbury Motors Kia for your upgrade today. Trade in, trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Retail trade and assist applies for model year 2000 or newer Kia or competitive model. Peter King, NBC Sports. Daniel Snyder, when it comes to the job, quote, he stinks at it. (laughs) And when you're not around, you can build in plausible deniability. All right? When you're not around, you can build in plausible deniability. That's... And he has an organization that gives one the impression that it was run like a frat house. Then there's the Iowa situation. Kirk Ferentz is a real problem here right now because he talks about not having any knowledge about any of this stuff. And then all of a sudden, this, what, James Daniels in 2019 met with Gary Barta? You're telling me Barta didn't bring it up? Big problem. Big problem. Uh, Now, they have their own internal report coming out. I think the word was shortly, so whatever shortly means. But I know they've, uh, in that report, they've interviewed more than 100 individuals. Uh, Usually, I am not impressed by the number of individuals that are interviewed. I always love, we interviewed 1,000 people. All right, did you interview the five that you really needed to? I mean, I'm, you know, I, I can't stand when they do, I can't stand for the most part. Sometimes you need a statement because that's all you have time to do. I got it. But most of these statements that are put out, and in the statement, it's blah, 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 blah. I might as well do, like, have the wall tell you. All right, then... You have reports. We interviewed more than 1,000 people. Uh, excuse me, here in the back, not impressed. Did you, I said, did you interview the six key figures? Now, here they needed to interview more people. This is one where you did need to interview a lot of people because you need to get a general feeling as to what the true culture at Iowa happened to be, black and white. 